We're drafting an FFPC, never too early, best ball tourney, super flex style, with Kevin Wheeler from the 33rd team, top Fantasy Pros ranker. Guys, let's have fun and let's draft. Go District. <laughs> Bleep a ball. Bleep a ball. Bleep a ball. Bleep, bleep, ball. And I bleep a ball. Bleep a ball. Bleep a ball. Cause I bleep, bleep, bleep. Hey. Bleeding a ball. Defeated the ice. Didn't see him at all. JD in the pies. I needed it all. I bleeded a lie. You bleeded a lie. Nah, I bleeded a lie. And that's what a goat do. Facts. Let me show you. Happen to know. Do strafting. They don't do bad. And they don't lose. Make you wanna bleep. It's the GOAT District, boys giving you the business And no gimmicks, the best ball drafts got me feeling like it's Christmas yeah. Then it's Christmas all of a sudden and these riches came from nothing And I got this all from loving the district See, I just drafted, forget it I laugh at the critics, they mad at the digits I clap back by listening See, ballin' ain't a problem if you kick it with them off And I refresh the feed till autumn Then I bleep, 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 go What's up? Shout out to Harry Snowman. That anthem is money. Shout out to Gabe, FF Gabe, uh, just or FF Man Bum, FF Man Bun, just a lyrical genius and a musical beast. And we got a beast on tonight. I got my boy Kevin Wheeler. You know him from at FF underscore Wheeler, the 33rd team. He's been a top ranker on Fantasy Pros. How many years now, Kev? I, I wanted to say a decade, but I don't want to age ourselves too. <laughs> nah, I, I think my first year doing it was 2015 or 16. Um, and I've been tailing off lately. My last two years are probably my worst too, but <laughs> we'll get back in focus this year. Yeah, man. That's, you know, every year is a new year, right? A new a new beginning. And and the best ball season is, is amongst us. And... We love this time of year. We get to start balling, and we've got balling live, and you're firing it off with me today with this $35 Super Flex Best Ball Tournament on the FFPC, our favorite site. I mean, these things are fun. I'm going to drop the board on the screen because we're going to get started soon. For those who are not watching on Spotify or on YouTube, uh, check us out on either to get the visuals, but we'll try to play you guys along so you can follow the draft. Kevin, you're in the five spot, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And I got the seven spot. We got we got some some beasts in this this room. We got uh, Nick Cost- Constantino. Is that how you say his, his last name? I'm going to butcher that. That right sounds now. about right. He's uh, he he might jump on. I don't want to put him on the spot or anything. I we uh, it's it's uh, you know if if he feels like he wants to jump on, he can. The multitasking on this is always a challenge. Challenge, right, Kev? Is is absolutely talking, doing the show, you know, drafting, picking. I like. I love being in the chat. You know, you, you see me in the chat all the time. Like when I'm on trying to draft and stream, like I don't see the chat. Like I'm the have to be in the zone or. I'm going to miss picks anyway. <laughs> hey, man, it, these live drafts are tough enough. Like, oh. you know, if you're doing them just sitting in your own office or at home, uh, kind of doing them on your own. So, but look, we're here to have fun. We're here to, to bring yeah. you guys some content. Kev, Kev and I do a lot of these things. We've been doing them for years. Uh, you know, last year, last year was a pretty good year for me, especially with these tournaments at the FFPC. 
are dropping. I mean, I love these things. This thing's for five grand, $35 buy-in, just like, you know, your, your regular $35 that they have on the site, but with the super flex twist, uh, Kev, have you done a few of these? I haven't done any super flex this year. I haven't done any FFPC this year. So like the draft room and board is, well, the, the player list is going to throw me off a, li- a little bit, but, uh, I took some time last night to set my first hundred anyway. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> So and uh, like yeah, I wasn't even worried about rankings at all. For I mean, I've been drafting just for the hell of it because I can do most of it off the top of my head anyway. But uh, yeah, I've been more into trying to get my dynasty ranks together. Nice, but you know, best nice. ball always takes priority. We'll have to we'll have to get you on for dynasty market check uh, and touch on those today. We'll we'll touch we'll we'll start to touch on your rankings. Uh, look at how you're approaching certain situations, certain players. I'll let you pick here. <laughs> See, to me, this is like, hmm. I hate. I this thought, I thought it, I would be left with the one out of the top five quarterbacks. Like, now I have two to choose tier, from. Right? New tier. Right. It, it, it's either Lamar or Burrow, right? Like, for me. Um, I think Lamar has the best chance out of the two of them of being the QB one overall. But I feel like it's going to be relatively easy to stack burrow in some way, shape or form. Um, Oh, I got to take you. I'm going to take part of your stack here with chase on the board. If JJ or chase are still on the board, I'm going to take them every time coming back. Well, especially with the teardrop. Oh, you, you're taking it going up. All right. No, I'm taking them right now. All right. Yeah. I, if I can get JJ or Chase, uh, I know he's been going kind of at the end of the second there. But I don't know. Lamar, I am grabbing Lamar. It's never a no for me. But Lamar, I've got my shares. Um, he's, he's easy to stack on, on some other platforms, uh, just the way he's falling with, with Andrews. Yeah, I should have thought about that too. I like Lamar better. I think I'm just taking a curve, like taking a turn here and going with Burrow. Just well, you, you I, I thought alternating, Jam- right? Alternating yeah, 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 for sure. Well, here's the thing: in a one QB and on like underdog, or um, I'm even doing BB tens. Lamar is dropping to the sixth round, sometimes even later, where Joe, Joe Burrow's going fourth round. So I'm getting a lot, lot more Lamar, um, just because this is a super flex. I they're both going in the first. I figured, what the heck? Uh, I, I I like Burrow there. Th- this year, one of my wins was going Burrow over Lamar, and especially in the uh, the fishbowl, mm-hmm. it, it did pay off. I mean, yeah, you know, you you the injury is is more of a fluke, but I don't know, man. Lamar's got injury ish, you know, concerns. He's we don't contract have issues. Contract oh, issues. Yeah. I mean, you know, they tag him. He's unhappy. It's. it's I think he'll. I think he'll play if they tag him. But he could pull the same stuff next year that he did this year. Like I'm not. He was probably hurt, but had he had a contract, I bet you he would have been on the field in the playoffs. So just to round off the the first round being done here, Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, the first three, JJ Jefferson at four, Wheeler goes Burrow, CMC goes in the sixth pot. I took Chase. In the seven, Kelsey goes at eight. Herbert, Fields, and Lamar 
go next uh, as the, the, you know, we're at what, seven quarterbacks there. And then Lawrence on the way back at the 2-2 uh, gets taken as the QB eight. And then on the end, points by hand, takes Austin Eckler and Tyreek Hill. JT goes off the board. Next, do you have anyone you're avoiding in that first round, or are you just kind of sprinkling shares and and doing different builds? Of the play, play of the players that went, no, I'm just sprinkling. Like I, no, it it, it went pretty much how I'm drafting it. Like Tyreek is my third wide receiver. Okay. Uh, I probably would have gone receiver before Jonathan Taylor, but that's you know. That's player choice, and I, I don't. I don't think it's a bad pick. Taylor's going like 12, 13 overall in the other formats. Um, so yeah. it's nice to get him at that turn. So, but it, yeah, I probably. I'm surprised at, at how I I expected more quarterbacks to go. I expected because the way I see it. Well, now I might be able to push into the third round to get a quarterback, but there's. I'm not going to lie. I was hoping for Barkley there. Or not Barkley. Um, oh, wow. Oh, Prescott. Yeah, yeah, Prescott. But yeah. you know what? And I, I'm not a big fan of this guy off the field, but I think I have to go Watson here. I don't have any shares. Right. I kind of love the upside. I like him coming into a full offseason. Uh, I've been getting Cooper a lot. Uh, and Joku, I like pieces from that offense. I do think they they ascend this year. Um, you know, last year was kind of a one-off, I think, and, and it's very understandable uh, with the circumstances. What are your thoughts on Cleveland, on Watson? Um, he, it's my pick right now. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, go ahead. yeah, give me one second. Let me just – I'm thinking this through. I see – Six quarterbacks I like. They're probably gonna be. Um, I, I, after at a certain point, the fall off in quarterback is immense. But where's the, where's the break for you? After Goff. Um. Yeah. So you're trying to get what two of those guys? I would like another one of those guys, or you know, I have Burrow, right? So I can go position player. For sure, but the position player I want, I could probably get next round. I am going to like wear two condoms here, and uh, go with and condoms. just go with the safe, the safe bag. guy. Yeah. Um, and, and this cause is right next to me. He's probably pissed off right now. And see, I'm I'm looking at a on Fantasy Mojo. I'm looking at a full board. The last one that was completed. And both our guys went in the middle of the third. So it shows how different these drafts go. Like you said, it, maybe it started off with less quarterbacks right. uh, in the top, you know, first first third, I guess, of the first half. But then the quarterbacks are going and then people get nervous. I don't know that I'm nervous there. I just, for me, again, I'm seeing a tear break come again. For me, Goff for sure would be the next one. But there's a tear break even before that. Like, I'm not – it's weird. Like, I, I'm not on Tyler – for you, I think Watson was the right pick. Like, there's definitely a fall off between Watson and Cousins. Cousins doesn't nearly have the upside Watson Agreed. has. That's exactly right? my logic. And there's another. There's guys with upside here, but 
there's injury issues, playing time issues. Like they're they're, they're shout they're, out to Joe Carlton, man. My boy, he he likes your two condoms. <laughs> right, too too much he friction. Doesn't, he doesn't like them. So right. Like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it either. Especially like I'm sitting here going, this is a tournament. Why the hell did I go with super safe Kirk Cousins and pass up on these position players? And that's a valid that's a valid point, right? Right. Sometimes sometimes we get in our head at the pick, but you you got to think. Oh shoot, we got to think. Um, oh man, I lost my uh, my screen here. You got to think. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, you got to think all upside in tournaments. Playing yeah, 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 that's exactly. Thank you for seeing. And that, and that was, yeah, that was not what I did at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. Harry, Harry Snowman agrees. But I'm also looking like I again. I'm all right. Everybody else is going full position players, but that's okay. I cannot find my draft room right now, which is great. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I just got a draft Did you close room. it out? Yeah, I don't know. I might have to close the uh, – I'm trying not to close the, um, the, the room. I'll, I'll eat my whole clock so you got an extra minute oh, there. Is it? No, I got it. I, I just found it. That's what okay. happened. I, I moved it back. So apologies, guys. Uh, so we're back in the draft. We're starting the third. I'll round off the second after Wheeler and I pick. Wheeler's on the clock right now. At the five, he started with Joe Burrow yeah. and Kirk Cousins. So Kicking myself in the ass for my cousin's pick. Not liking the cousin's pick, right? What? What? Uh, maybe you can tell us after uh, you pick here what which way you would have maybe gone. Probably, I, I just picked. Um, I took Kenneth Walker. I really like his upside this year. Um, I probably would have gone with Diggs. I probably should have gone with Diggs. Um, I would, yeah, I would have gone with Diggs there just to go position player, kept with Walker. I would have, really what I was thinking is that the, the guys in the first four spots are going to get position players, but I thought like maybe three of them coming back would get quarterback. I, I didn't think that through correctly. I tried to, my math was off. I should have just gone upside with Diggs, and then I would have gotten a quarterback coming back had the other four taken quarterback. But as it is, I would have taken Kenneth Walker coming back either way. Um, I really think Walker could outperform, has the chance to outperform the four running backs that went before him. I like where he's going. Um, I have a ton of them so far. Well, ton of them in what, two dozen drafts. <laughs> I, I, I like that Seattle offense, man, going into next year with Geno going into the second year. Uh, yeah, you got to think they uh, – what's his name? Uh, Penny was really their lead back for the first quarter of the season at least. So if Walker is there from the beginning, from the get-go. I'm like, doing it, man. I'm going with the cook. Russ the cook as my QB too. I don't think that's bad either. Um, I, lo I love the way he finished off the season. Um, you gotta like the coaching situation. Oh, now. yeah, it's good. And you know what? Uh, I, way back when, maybe after Russ's rookie year, maybe it was before that, people were comparing him to Drew Brees. Like that was as close. It might have been as close as comp on player profiler. Maybe that was it. Um, but Wilson was comp to Drew Brees, and getting 
Drew Brees' former coach. Yeah, yeah. I like right. Wilson. Yeah, right, yeah. With, his, with his height, his size. Right, right. And even his, like, check down skill set. Yep. So to speak, because really, they, like. They, they even shared a tight end, right? In, 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 yeah, uh, Graham. Jimmy yep. Graham. So yeah. let me just read off the second, just uh, again, for those listening, coming back the other way uh, from the 12 spot, Tyreek Hill, Lawrence goes off, JT, Cup, Prescott. I took Deshaun Watson. Devontae Adams goes off. Kirk Cousins is Wheeler's second quarterback. Stephon Diggs, Henry, King Henry, A.J. Brown, and then CeeDee Lamb. Coming the other way, we've got the first rookie off the boards, and, and Kev will talk rookies coming up in a bit here. Bijan Robinson goes off. Brees Hall and Barkley for three running backs in a row. Danny Dimes goes off as the QB 12. Wheeler comes back with a running back uh, in Kenneth Walker. St. Brown goes off for HB3T. I took Russell Wilson as my QB2, adding him to Jamar Chase and Deshaun Watson. Old coach takes Tua, Jalen Waddell. Mark Andrews goes off as a tight end two at the end of the third, and TJ Hawk goes off, uh, just went off in the second last spot. And then, of course, the, the cutoff for you, Jared Goff, goes off as QB 15 as the last pick in the third round. There's still other two other quarterbacks I would put in that tier. Agreed. I do like Goff better than I don't like Goff better than Tua. I like Goff better than Daniel Jones. But I Goff, have you have Gino in there? Yeah, Gino's in there. Same. Um and then there's one other in there. I don't want to drop names. I'm sure yep, everybody's yep, yep. listening. Um that I still like I have in that tier. And actually I have the unmentioned guy ahead of Goff. Um I in I'm We'll talk about him when he pops up, though. Okay. For sure. What you thinking here? Uh, I got so many ways I can go right now. Right. Yeah. It's wide open. And that is that is one thing I like about getting two early quarterbacks is yes. that, like, the board's wide open. Joe, Joe and I, Joe Carlton was talking, even even for one quarterback, he really likes taking two early. And, and I don't mind that in some builds because, like you said, it gives you so much freedom later on and you don't have to worry about adding like that depth guy you know that rookie that you don't really like or you know that that guy that brissette that might never play or all right let me just um yeah it's your pick go ahead i i can't help myself man i i gotta stack i gotta stack higgins and chase here i really can't help oh myself. you fuck yeah i apologize Hashtag Couldn't you wait for Boyd? Like Boyd is the stack there. Ah, that was not meant to be a snipe. I totally forgot you had Burrow. I was just whatever. I couldn't did it on purpose. There, to be honest, ah, that kills me. Yeah, sorry. Nah, I was, I was sitting that. there. Right, right My... in the air. Eh? What a what a host I am. <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> Come back for more, Wheeler. <laughs> Hey man, when let me get you on live stream. You can't pay attention room. to shit. I'll eat you alive. Right when you get in the draft rooms, man, the gloves. Yeah, are it's it's for sure, for sure. I, I right. love stacking. I love stacking those two. I, I I I love it. I've done it actually. I think the last time, uh, or actually, I think with uh, we had. Um, I saw you do it on stream before. 
No, we we had uh, we did a review of uh, okay, yes, and I still Higgins and and Chase, and I even asked Larky because he's like the stack master, right, with the stats and and the success rate with them. Um, And and I'm listening to that, going, "No, JD, don't do that, (laughs) don't do that." (laughs) I'm not gonna like that. Was my reaction like for me? I'll take I'll stack either one of those two with Boyd. Like for me, the only reason to draft Boyd is to stack with one of those two because you can get him super late. But Boyd only succeeds when one of those two goes down. And for me, those Chase has elevated himself slightly above Higgins for me. So I, I had Higgins above Chase last year, but Burrow me, just loves Chase. That, that's me, really my, my first choice in that fourth round was Garrett Wilson, but he got taken a couple yeah, of before. And then I was looking sure. at Etienne, he got taken. And then I'm kind of looking at that next tier of guys with the Devontae Smith, the Olave, uh, and T. Higgins. And again, it was just one of those where I didn't expect him to come back to me in the fourth. So you took uh, Debo, yeah, uh, in the fourth one of my favorite players in the NFL. How do you feel about him going into next year? Uh, you know, what's your, what's your thought on the quarterback situation in San Fran? I, I don't think it matters who the quarterback is with Devo. Um, yeah, he's going to touch the ball. Um, yeah, he's no longer – well, the only reason he's not a top-tier re- uh, receiver is the fact that he plays so rough and aggressively. He's going to be out for a number of games or he's going like he's going to get banged up and bruised and slowed down and and limited in some games even if he's on the field um and with McCaffrey there yeah he's not going to put up the same numbers but to me if you don't get to draft McCaffrey you might as well bet against them like so Debo actually Debo and McCaffrey could be a nice stack there right um the one of the two is going to have a banging game every week. Um, that's a good. Well, and they they, bo- they both can too, right? We, I, I'd, I yeah, they both can. But I, I think that the occasions where you see both of them go off are probably fewer than one or the other. There's there's some cannibalizing going on there, right? Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah, because you know, you have to think that Debo's upside is some way related to his rushing. Um, even if it doesn't come directly from it, like a goal line carry, he's going to put half of them in. Like, but those are limited if you got McCaffrey on the field. So I'm just trying to see where some of the guys I'm looking at are actually going in the drafts ADP wise. Shout out Fantasy Mojo. So I'm pretty sure I know where I'm going here. Uh, where did, where's my pick screen again? There it is. I know. Well. You're coming up here. Uh, so Najee, right. Najee, Kyle Pitts, and DeAndre Hopkins, the first three off the board in the fifth round. Yeah, I didn't want any of them. Yeah. I, I, Not I, now. Like, I, I definitely – I have I have four guys ahead of those guys. Opportunity cost in this round is huge, in my opinion. Yes. Like, there's, right. there's, Oh, that is actually a good pick. And – that was one that just slipped my mind there. Trey Lance is actually, yeah, like, like it's boom bust, right? But in a tournament, that's great. Well, I, I've, I've got him with Hurst in a build that I'm doing right now. Another uh, one of these. Oh, so one of my guys was Pollard. Yeah, uh, Pat Kareen is high on him, so I'm I'm chasing that I train. Pollard, man. I <laughs> yeah, I, I like them, and then Pat Kareen came back from vacation, and he's like, Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard. 
And I'm like, so, okay, sold. I, I almost took this guy, the last pick. So pretty excited he's here. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Ramondre here. Ramondre season. I, I want some shares of him. If Pollard uh, got taken, he was the next one in my queue. Those are the two guys. And then I had Swift next. So those are the three running backs I love getting in this round. All right, I'll queue up Swift. Oh, Swift won't make it to me. You picked before me. Oh, he's me. gone. He just, yeah, yeah, oh, that's, he is? Why, that's why I mentioned him. Yeah, that's why I mentioned him. He's gone. Where did he go? Oh, he went. He went right after you. Right okay. After. All right. Yeah, nah. right after. Old coach. So let me read off the fourth, uh, just because I, I don't think I read it off again, just for, for those listening. And guys, if you're listening, do the rate and review styles out there on whatever plat your platform you're listening to. That really helps us, whether it's iTunes or, or Spotify or wherever that is. And again, you can check us out visually on YouTube and uh, Spotify. So the fourth round was Goff, or sorry, apologies, George Kittle coming from the, the back end of the draft, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Smith, Nick Chubb. Travis Etienne as the RB10, T. Higgins, Kyle Murray as the QB16, Kevin takes Debo, Olave goes next, Geno Smith as QB17, and then Josh Jacobs and DK Metcalf finish off the uh, – Metcalf, I find, is is a nice get where he's going. Yeah, like I think people are the, – the Metcalf is falling because people are higher on Lockett, but Lockett isn't moving up necessarily either like i guess he's lockett's a little higher going a little earlier than he was last year and metcalf is going a little later than he was last year but i still think they should be closer in some sense but i i do like the value on metcalf still basically i guess i shouldn't talk ahead but the other one should be higher yeah, and, and we apologize. That's kind of the tough part with these, right? Is you're, you don't, nah. you never want to mention names that are not uh, taken off the board. I'm trying to see where Lockett went in the, uh, oh, right here. So he went in the eighth round. Yeah. To this. That was, was so that second, a super flex? Second running back goes off uh, Jameer Gibbs uh, in this, at the big, to start off, or actually to end off the fifth round. I I know very little about. The rookies thus far um okay. basically what i know is what i've heard on podcasts or what i see on twitter or you know um fair enough but that is where jameer gibbs appears to be going he appears to be the consensus rb2 in this class um i'm fairly convinced from all the prognosticators that he is the rb2 in this class but in the fifth, sixth round, and even Bijan in the third, like, I want to see where they go first. Like, th this is redraft. This isn't dynasty. Like, I I'd be fine drafting them, you know, top three and or top four and uh, an up and a, a rookie draft. But I just feel as though there are other rookies going in the double digit rounds that I'll scoop up. And I'll hit a lottery ticket. You know, like I, that. That's where I play my rookies. Like you'll see me. It's the opportunity digits. cost, right? It's the, right. the opportunity cost. It's proven versus kind of that lotto ticket. And right. you know, I know Dan a few years ago came up with this rule where, you know, he's he's waiting for double digit rounds to right. to start picking rookies. I don't mind Gibbs here and there. Depends on the build for me. I don't want him as my RB two. Like if he's my RB three. In a, in a build where I'm maybe going uh, top heavy RB and RB a little earlier, 
and then I smash the other positions for a while. I don't mind that because you're getting the upside as your third guy. He does have the versatility to be a three down guy with the, with his catching ability. So, I mean, I, I could see him paying off and maybe he does go up in the right landing spot, but I think he's going about in the right spot. You know, you've got some injured guys and some older guys coming up in the queue uh, at the same position. So that's kind of where I could see why people are leaning uh, with the rookie. I I just don't see him going up much further, if that makes any sense. Like you're not gaining you, any value by drafting you, him now. You think Bijan? You think Bijan? He's he went where third here. So like in one QBs, he's going you know end of the first into the second. Right. Um, I I does if his value increases, it's by like three or four picks. Like you you're not getting any, any savings drafting him now off of uh, from drafting him after the draft like after the draft their their value isn't going to increase that exponentially by any means like somebody in the double digit rounds after the draft <laughs> might end up in the fifth or sixth um yeah i like yes i do have some gibbs i have some Bijan, but it's limited it's where they fall it's it's when they fall to a value. So like in a one QB draft, if Bijan went at three oh one, I would I would have grabbed Bijan somewhere in the late second. Um, so I went I went DJ Moore there with my um my third receiver. Nice. Well, love, love where you, DJ Moore is going right now. There, you left me, my guy, Godwin. So actually, DJ Moore is my guy, but. I Funny, usually, I've been I've been swapping those two. Funny you say that. Are you are you worried I, about the QB situation with Godwin and and what's happening no, in Tampa? No, Godwin's QB proof. Like it, he's a slot receiver that can play outside. He's com- very athletic. He knows the like he he's he's a, a wide receiver one. Like Evans is the X receiver, but Godwin is the best receiver on that team. Agreed 100%. Evans, I think, got to shine during kind of the injuries that Godwin was dealing with. Uh, and, and look, Evans is a beast. He's, he's, he's a target beast. He's, but at the end of the day, Godwin, I think, is the better receiver, the more versatile receiver. He's going to give you more yak. So interesting um, what's happening in Tampa. And then it, for me, that's where the tier ends with, with those guys is like the DJ Moore Godwin. And that's probably why I'm trying to get those as my third receiver. Because then for me, Mike Williams, and then like, you know, you see, we see Keenan Allen go off the boards. I love Williams, but for me, he's he, he's not the. the he is injury player. prone. Like, yeah. it's okay to say it about some players. Like, yes. some players yes. are injury prone. Mike Williams is ultra talented on the field. When he is playing, you start him. Awesome. But you can only start him about 50% of the games because he's hurt the other games. Like, you know when to start him <laughs> when he's playing, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is which is makes him fine pick and redraft at this point too. Like, but yeah, it, there's there's definitely a tear break just because he is injury prone. Um, am I still here? I'm you're you're like still there. there. There was a okay. bit of a, a cutout there, but um, it's right. funny. I just I just looked down and I had all these questions like lined up just in case, you know, like so there's no like dead air. And this is what happens. You get on, you start drafting, man. And, you know, you can go on for hours here. 
hoping you guys are appreciating this. If you are, we want to start doing this uh, once a week, regular basis. We might change the the date that we do it on or the day we do it on or the time, but uh, let us know, man. If you're liking it in the comments, like I said, rate review, this, the like button is always a, a nice one, but uh, hopefully you like it so far. We're starting the seventh round. Let me go read off the sixth round for you guys was Drake London, Amari Cooper, Bryce Young, Michael Pittman, Joe Mixon. I took DJ Moore as the wide receiver 22. Matt Stafford goes off next. Kevin took Godwin. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Christian Kirk, and Judy ends the sixth. We're starting the seventh with Kenny Pickett as the QB 23. Uh, JSN goes off next as the first rookie receiver. Damian Pierce and then CJ Stroud, QB 24. Kevin's on the clock. I have this guy ahead of most people, I believe. And I'm like, this is when <laughs> later in the year, I know how to play the ADP game, right? Like at this point, ADP doesn't mean anything. I'm not even looking at an ADP. I just have the my rankings set up to like the seventh or eighth. I'm going to start to be slower with my picks probably. Um, I got to think about these a little bit more, but I, I'm a Dobbins guy. Like I like the way he guy, ended man. last year. Yes. You took um, my guy. Sweet. All right. I wasn't. Sh I I was thinking he wouldn't come back. Um, I do like Aaron Jones, who went next, also, and I think most people are taking Jones ahead of Dobbins. But uh, yeah, I just I like the way this year's setting up for him. Like, I think they were saving him for the playoffs last year, and I think you know they took their time with him. They were cautious with him. They didn't need him to rush back. Uh, actually, they did try in the beginning, didn't they? They tried to rush him back a little bit, and then he went back on, on IR and then took it slow. Um, but, man, I like his talent. I, I, I like that offense for him. Like, he doesn't need to get more than 60% of the touches to perform in that offense. Um, yeah. Uh, I hate this pick, but I'm going to make it. I'm going to take Javante here hope that he comes back early and uh i've got russell wilson i love pairing in super flex running backs with um their qbs I, I did well with that last year i just you know again you you hope uh williams can make it back he's my rb2 the only the only thing now is for me build wise i need to come back and you know not to give out uh, the strategy. I mean, it doesn't matter at this point, but usually if I, if I take a guy like that as my RB two, and, and I was going to ask you how you approach some of these injured guys, uh, guys coming off of injury, especially in the, the top, you know, 10 rounds, are there guys, you, are you avoiding these guys? You just wait for them to fall to a certain point. Like for me in the seventh round, I don't really mind it. Uh, I would have preferred either my, the guys I had lined up were Dobbins and Jones Dobbins and Pollard are probably my two most owned running backs. Those are my favorite running backs to take in, in drafts. I'm sprinkling receivers and whatever else around them, but I do like Aaron Jones value now that he's signed. What are your thoughts on injured running backs, Williams or any others? The, the news I keep hearing on Javante, it, is getting worse and worse. Well, yeah, may, it's not even, you know what? Yeah. It may not even be news. It's just, you know, Twitter doctors or, you yeah. know, physical yeah. therapists. Um, mo a lot of them know what they're talking about, though, too. Like, <laughs> I downplay it with, and roll my eyes about Twitter doctors, but, like, there are certain the, ones the out physio, there. You, you mean, like, yeah. the physio guys? Like, those guys? Physical therapists. Yeah. Or, like, there's actual 
doctor of physical therapy. Like there are certain guys that I follow that are genuinely good. Um, but yeah, so everything I keep hearing keeps getting worse and worse. So I'm kind of letting him just fall as far as he, until I, it gets to a point where I'm like, oh, well, I got to take him now. Um, I probably would have waited around on Javante there, but he may not have come back. Like, yeah, trust me, I don't, I don't like that pick at all. Like, and and if he if he comes back early, that's skyrockets. Like you're set. Like the if he, I feel when like he, he is going... able to play, if he's able to play the last ten games of the season, he could win this league for you. He could win the ship for you. Well, like you have him for the second half of the season. You just need a running back. You need to patchwork. For the first exactly. half of the season, that's, that's, that's exactly it. You just you just nailed both. Those are the two things when you're taking Javante. Is he can be? He's the type of guy that can be a league winner where he's going if he comes back early enough. And even like you said, even if it's second half, as long as you build your roster around that with that in your thought. Because again, I always say you're telling a story with your roster. Like the way you build your roster is telling the story. You know, you have to stay on that storyline. If you're all over the place and your your line is con- your story is contradicting itself, you're you're capping your ceiling, right? Totally agree. You need to have the storyline straight so that you can maximize your your potent- your your upside, your ceiling. So yeah. just because you take a guy who might not play the whole season, let's face it. Once you get the farther we go in this draft, the less games you're getting from, especially the running backs. So you're just trying to plug in the holes properly, right? Um, in order to, to fill your weeks. And, and that's where I think you, you nailed it. Javante. Yeah. It's a risky, risky play. This is a tournament, right? I've got Russell Wilson. I love that stack. The guy was the RB one, I believe when he played last, last year, uh, the game that he played. So. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, that Javante had a couple of top five finishes from week to week. I believe last year, he's definitely, if he's fully healthy, he's going second or third round. If he's completely healthy, he's probably a second round. Oh yeah, pick. oh yeah. Um, in most in non superflex. Um, Go, going back to Dobbins, I I feel like he's going early. Like for what he showed us at the end of the year, and just for what he offers, I I don't I don't know that they're. I think they're pretty happy with what they have at the position there uh, in Baltimore. Let me just see here while I pick. Maybe you can comment on that. Um. See, I think Dobbins is going later than he should. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's okay, what I'm saying. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. And like, even Pollard, like, and the, you'll notice that's how I draft too. I just kind of try to scoop up value wherever it's just sitting there waiting for me. Um, and like. I I know I want to I know I should do one thing for structure but I see two guys sitting there that are just like oh maybe three oh man am I doing this or what there I think that the next tier is so large at every position that like I don't like you're just either. I don't like this but pick either. It, but, to start the season, though, the way it matched with Javante is nice. That's, it, that's exactly that's exactly why. It fits the puzzle. Yeah. fits the storyline. I don't have any Algier. I really like what this kid did, uh, especially in the second half of last season. 
he just he can handle the the load, man. And and you you got to think that offense is ascending with the pieces that they've brought in. They've got some nice pieces. I don't know if Ritter is the answer. I don't know if they make a, an adjustment there at quarterback in Atlanta before the season or or during the season. But I, Algier, even in the chaos that was there last year, uh, I'll pull it up. But he 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 gave us some nice numbers, especially at the back end of the year. Yeah, uh, I don't know who I was. I was probably listening to uh, Ship Chasers, and uh, they were talking about he's got all the opportunity in the world. Um, and he ended the season very well last year. I should go one direction. What time? Oh, shit. I'm just going to go with my guy. Marquise? Nice. Yeah, we're we're big fans of of Brown Hollywood yeah. Brown here. I know Dan's a big fan, and uh, I mean where he's going. Even last year, last year I couldn't stop talking about how, why is he going in the fourth round? Why is he dropping to the fifth round? It doesn't make any sense. And I get he's off injured as well, but it's that's that's the you said it. That's the concern going forward. Like everybody's injury prone. So so one of my secrets, Kev, this time of year. Is I love looking at guys that performed the last, the la- at the back end of this previous season because we're doing a lot of guessing. But a, a guy going in his second season, let me read you Algiers last last four weeks here. So he was the RB eight, the RB twelve, the RB twelve, and the RB sixteen. And this is against New Orleans, Baltimore, Arizona, and Tampa. So not like some legit defenses. He's putting up one thirty five, one thirty six, one seventeen, and ninety five yards, and sprinkled in a couple touchdowns. So for me. Um, like we said, to pair up with Javante, I just want to, to throw that out there. Anyone wanting to know a bit more about uh, Algier going into the season? Yeah, I know you, you like to look at the uh, like the last part of the season, and I've always been a proponent uh, of even when I do my rankings. Like, I'm really only looking at a player's stats for the previous six weeks, um, I, five or six weeks, depending. I like that um, because anything that happened like mm-hmm. a month and a half prior doesn't mean much. Every I, week is different. So if you can put a, a sample size of five, six weeks there that are consistent, I mean, that that tells a lot. And that's going to give you a good – like there are going to be some crap teams, some good teams that they're playing, some good matchups, bad matchups. Like it gives you enough that you can judge from, but it doesn't go so far back that their team – was like NFL teams change drastically week to week. Like You're coming up here, Kev. Yeah, and I'm a little less torn. Uh, I need to look at my roster construction. This is a guy that's going to fill a hole in my roster. I'm going to come at, I needed a tight end. I'm like, tight end premium, whoa. (laughs) I need somebody. So... I went with uh, uh, I, I, I had Komet lined up. I love Komet. I love Njoku and Komet. I was hoping Njoku would come back to me uh, to pair to pair. pair. With, uh, he wasn't uh, Njoku. Wasn't I would have taken Njoku over Komet. All right. So I was either going Pickens or my boy Dotson. I love Dotson uh, in the ninth round here as my wide receiver four. Yeah, he's another guy that he ended last season really well, didn't he? Actually, he had different weeks throughout the season. I'll pull it up here. Um, but, yeah, he performed. They drafted him in the first round. He's – I don't know. He'll be a 1B to McLaurin, right? Um, 
could be a one A. Um, Dotson's Wait. size, though, right? Like, isn't he a little bit so he's, on the small yeah, he's size? Five eleven, one eighty one. Um, college target target share though, thirty two point five percent. I mean, that's yeah. pretty good for, yeah. for a little dude. He's good. <laughs> he's good. I just worry about little dudes sometimes. Like, so he gave you last year a couple top twelve. Yeah. Weeks. Yeah. Uh, in a row, going for one hundred five and seventy six, and then a touchdown there. Um, again, as a rookie, right, and and not the best quarterback situation. You always you always have to keep that in mind. It, who's who's chucking the ball right? To, right especially to the rookie and and how is he adapting to the league hopefully comes into this year with a bit more weight a bit more size uh and a bit more experience right and and can build on what he did last year for sure yeah and so, I, the, I think so, that was the thing about algier too right like he was a rookie last year exactly. like for him to be able to put up rbg numbers consistently rather consistently at the end of his rookie year that's well. That's all we could ask for from him, right? I, I, I love second. I love second year players, man, in best ball, yeah. especially early season. To me, mm -hmm. it's if anyone knows anything about charting and trading, it's like a retest. You know, when yeah. when when it goes through resistance and it retests and it becomes support. To me, that's what the second year guy is like when he finished strong, and, and there's no reason for him to not continue to grow as a, as a player in the NFL and as a fantasy piece. Uh, that'll benefit your rosters, whether it's best ball or, or dino. Like to me, those second year guys are money because you're catching them on the way up, you know? For sure. Yeah. And I think there's still, uh, if they had rookie hype, like they're underrated the second year, if that makes sense. 100%. The, it, or or it, you just, it's, they're still rookies just take away the hype and they're, they fall to a value. Shout out to Harry Snowman. I don't know why, but he said I just became like a brother. There you go. We appreciate you, <laughs> Snowman. Snowman's the best, man. So I, I, I've skipped some some rounds here. It's going to come back to me soon. I think the last one I read off was the sixth. So I'll, I'll go seventh round. No, I read the seventh, actually. So I'll come back with the eighth. Pacheco, Mike Evans, Cam Akers, Darren Waller, Schultz as a tight end nine. I took Tyler Algier as my RB3. Pat uh, Fryermuth, Muth. Goes off tight in 10. Uh, Hollywood to Kevin in the uh, five spot coming back. Ayuk, Sutton, Lockett, and Deontay to finish off the eighth. And then uh, I'll come back because it's it's getting close to my pick. And I don't think I have anything lined up. Maybe comment on Chicago. You took Komet. What are your thoughts on, on fields? Are you a trade fields, keep fields? I, I'll let you know my thoughts after. But you, obviously you like this offense taking a tight end there. I mean – he was the last of a tier for sure, but I, yeah, I believe in Fields. I, I, I thought he was the second best quarterback in his draft um, at the time. Um, I think if Chicago bolsters their offensive line, because they absolutely have to do that, but uh, and gets him some consistent quality receivers, he'll flourish. But even you if they don't, he'll run and run and run. JD, I'm surprised you didn't actually. Let me double check. But who who did I miss? I'm just surprised you didn't decide to stack Dotson. I was going to, but then I saw Dulcich there, and I need a tight end, and I've got uh, Wilson. 
Well, I've had Howell in the queue for a little while now. Um, so yeah, you're not going to be able to stop. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I totally missed that. Yeah, um, I definitely missed that. Which like, I think he's going to start the whole season. No, I agree. I agree. That's a great pick there. I you look. I got you. You got me. You know, that's the fun, that's the fun of it. And look, we're you're in the five spot. I'm in the seven, right? So it's easy right, to, right, to get right. each other. But that is that is a good pick there. I just again, I love stacking uh, my quarterbacks with catching running backs and their tight ends. Tight ends, I, yes, I just, I yeah. Now I see it. Now I, I see was, it. I was blinded there by by getting Dulcich uh, in there with with Wilson. No, you made the right pick there. Dulcich wouldn't have come back to you for sure. Um, yeah, and now I see your stack with Wilson. That makes yeah makes complete sense why you didn't take Howell there. Because I almost took Howell over Komet, but I needed a tight end too, and you're stacking, so that works out. That's that's a good pick. Be- because I went uh, double tap with my QBs two in the first three rounds. Mm-hmm. I'm not as concerned with who my third quarterback is um just from previous you know super flex drafts that i've done and i've done well with i've you know i've had zach wilson as my qb2 but then i hit on picket you know late in the draft so as long as you have two functional and the story i'm telling here is that deshaun and russ just take this team all the way so i might need quarterback uh to hit on bye weeks or something like that but even then at this point of the draft, it's getting pretty slim. So if something's there and I like it, I'll take it. But I'm not super concerned about my my QB three after going that early uh, at the position. Makes sense. Like I I generally have the same philosophy, but this early in the year, like as soon as I know somebody's going to start every game, I kind of move them up. Well, like, look look who went ahead of him, uh, Kev Jordan. Yeah, Lowe, which, which as much as there's upside there, you have no idea if he's starting. Or right, not. Ryan right. Tannehill is doesn't right. have a job right now. So right. that to me, that's a money pick. He's he fits right after Mac Jones, in my opinion. I like him better than Mac Jones. Mac, jo- I guess I shouldn't say that, but Mac Jones is vanilla, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> that was nice. That was a little low, but yeah, nice. Uh, he, he dreams of being Kirk Cousins, right? Like, yeah, he, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and and that, actually, that's Mac Jones' upside is Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins doesn't have any more upside. We've seen the best of Kirk Cousins, but we've seen it quite a bit. Um, yeah, Sam Howell, like, he's a runner too, isn't he? Uh, like, not a. He's, from what I remember about him last year, I think he ran a lot in college. I don't, so, but anyway, uh, Oh, you know, speaking of Chicago. Oh yeah. You're on the clock. You're on the clock there. Yeah. Speaking of Chicago. Uh, Oh, my boy, aren't you? For now that you said that I am. Yeah. It's all good. I do, I got, I do I see few, another running back here though, that I got a few lined up. Yeah. See, this is a dilemma now. It's streaming. Like, if I didn't say that out loud, I probably would have gone, would go in a different direction. But no. <laughs> I'm going to go this way. It might be a little bit early on him. There's another way to go with Chicago, too, that uh, you might be looking that's at. That's who I had lined up. Yeah, that's All right. who I had lined up. My boy, Khalil, the real deal, Herbert, man. He's like, I love yeah. Herbert, man. 
you guys know I love him. Anyone that listens to the show. I, I, I think the whole GOAT district is nuts about Khalil. Um, so... Nira. So there, there's another running back out there that's... There you go. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> oh, never mind. My bad. <laughs> I had one of the two lined up, but I because I waited uh, quite a bit on tight end, I don't mind going back to back at the position right. here and going to Tennessee who, to this guy ah, be a target hog. Yeah. Yeah. I like Oconquo. him. Yeah. Yeah. Oconquo. Right? Yes, guy. Yes, sir. Chig. Chig. Like, I'm just proud I can say his name. Like, I, I, I there, there are a few I, I can't. There are a few I, I can't. I have to like practice it. Trust me. I have to practice it. <laughs> I'm sitting here on my. Uh, normally, I'm on my treadmill and I'm drafting on my tablet, and I, I just yell "Okanquo" every time. So. <laughs> <laughs> just remind yourself. <laughs> it's yeah, just fun to say. I'm like it's fun. Name. Name. Right? It's, it's, it's like tanks, Big B, and Sky Moore. Okanquo. <laughs> So let me go, uh, I'll do the ninth and the 10th round. I don't think I did the ninth yet. Just for, again, those that are listening, we appreciate you guys sticking with us. Hopefully you're getting some, uh, some tips out of this, uh, some entertainment. We've got Njoku, who I was hoping might fall back to me, goes off to start the ninth. Traylon Burks, James Conner, James Cook. Kevin goes Komet as his first tight end. Pickens, Dotson, Davis, Bateman, Addison as the wide receiver, 43. And then Rashad White, Mac Jones finish off the the ninth, tenth round, Miles Sanders, Quentin Johnson, Jordan Love, Demont, Brandon Cooks. I took Dulcich to uh, stack with Wilson. Ryan Tannehill goes off before Kev takes Sam Howell. Knox and Ertz go back to back at the tight end 15. Alvin Kamara and Charbonnet finish off the 10th. And now in the 11th round, we're just finishing off. We had Antonio Gibson. Gibby goes off first. Will Levis as the QB 29. Brian Robinson, A.J. Dillon, Khalil, the real deal, and Jamal Williams go off before I take Okonkwo uh, as the tight end 16. And then you've got Tony, Gainwell, Mooney before Jimmy G and Brock Purdy go back-to-back to finish off the 11th round. So, again, this is a $35 super flex, never too early on the FFPC. Guys, go to myffpc.com, register. If you're not already we have a link uh, below in the comments that you can click on. You go register. It'll give you a bonus uh, when you first make your first deposit. little credit action. You can do one of these for free, basically. Um, on myffpc.com, they've got the $35 buy-in, the $125 buy-in for uh, best ball tournaments. They've got the main event already lined up there. You can start looking at the dates. And, of course, all the best balls that are going from $5 um, all the way up to what two is it two fifty, the highest? I'll have to check that. The best balls? I thought the, I thought I don't know. I thought it was just the one twenty five. I guess there's the. No, they do go to two fifty. I know. Yeah, that. they go to two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. They do. They definitely go to two fifty. So coming back to me here, I've not been paying attention. So let me just. Oh, it's totally that. on you. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm on the clock. All right. Good what do you got going on? You got three running backs, four receivers, two tight ends, two quarterbacks. Oh, easy. Easy for me. DPJ, what's up? I got my Watson. Stacking. There it is. Hashtag always be stacking. And I love DPJ with Watson this year. 
Uh, I missed Cooper, so I love if I miss Cooper and Joku. I love getting DPJ here. I need to look more into DPJ. I feel like, well, in this draft, he's going right about where I think he should go. Like, I feel like I see him going in the eighth and ninth round sometime, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, the the receivers I see him going around on other platforms, uh, not that high on them. But I do see why you get them now to stack for sure. Shout out to to my wife who just told me to turn my volume up. The, the fact that she even has this on right now is uh, she's watching right now is, is curious how's, but I, how's I my volume everything okay I have volume uh let, let me know in, in our little whatsapp here i was wondering why i was hearing the little, oh, the little tinkle so apologies if the volumes were uh were low hopefully you guys could still hear okay so mckinnon goes off um did i freeze or did you make your pick oh nice Elijah. i made my pick I like yeah i like that i've been i've been eating clock here just because uh, she's telling me my daughter's watching shout out to my, daughter. <laughs> my six-year-old <laughs> right. awesome awesome so michael meyer how do you feel about rookie tight ends in these in these early best balls i i stay away like okay. and it's a tight end premium so i guess no nah, i maybe five rounds later like but i yeah i I could be wrong too, right? Like it depends on where he goes. I want to see where he goes first. And tight ends, rookies, and Michael Meyer's supposed to be really good, and there's supposed to be half dozen really good rookies this year. Um, I might start after the NFL draft if there's a couple of good landing spots, nineteenth, twentieth round. I'll take a rookie tight end, but you know, traditionally they don't do anything for a couple of years we've been spoiled with some great rookie tight end performances here and there but i i'll probably warm up to them the more i the more hype rises but uh for now no thanks uh which is probably it could be a detriment too like who knows he lands in the right spot and you know some camp highlights he could end up going in the fifth sixth round by the time this is all said and done um but i'll pass until i get more information um so you're like i I wouldn't mind taking him as a third tight end like five rounds later but i think i can also find somebody five rounds later that i feel better about this year Oh, my boy Wandell goes off. So you're on the board now at the 1305 Wheeler. And... DJ Shark started off the round. Juju, Demont, or Deontay Foreman, and then Wandell uh, just went off, coming off injury. I suppose I should do this for my team build. Just stack. Get that Boyd going. It's about that yeah. time. It's about where he's going. Might yeah, as well. That, that's a good one there. Yeah, you know, and it, I get like, I don't expect him to really do anything unless Higgins or Chase go down. But he could fill in a couple weeks midseason. He's my, what, fifth receiver. I would I would rather him as a sixth receiver, seventh receiver, but I'll stack him with Burrow and 
I may not be done with that stack. But he was a he was at the top of or toward the top of the wide receivers from what I can tell. So I'd imagine he wasn't uh, he might have come back, but he wasn't gonna make it two more rounds. All right. We talked about uh a receiver receiver that's often injured. Uh this is why I like this Canadian shout out to my Canucks, Joshua Palmer out there in, in LA. I mean, when he filled in, he he looks good. I think he's going to get a, an increase in in targets this year. Who knows if if Allen comes back? I don't think he. I think he's a free agent, isn't he, Keenan? Uh, I think he's. I don't know if it's a. He might be a restricted free agent. I, I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. He's not 100 percent to come back to the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he is getting a, like Allen at this point. He had a few healthy years there, but. Before the few healthy years, he was the accident-prone guy. He remember, was, like, yeah, he he wore off that label. But now he's getting old, so we should probably expect him to miss six games, even if you know he is with the Chargers next year. So Palmer's great pick there, for sure. He's filling in those weeks, right, that we talked about yeah. in the back end, and that's why I don't know, like, just talking macro flow when you're doing these drafts. In the beginning, to me, it's kind of who falls to me based on tiers. And then it, it, it'll it outline kind of how my build will go. I'm not going in saying I want to take QB earlier. I want to take this position later. I'm kind of starting off the just based on what comes to me. And then as I go, I start looking for pieces to fill in, you know, whether it's my build, whether it's a stack, whether it's, you know, to cover an injured player like I did with Javante. So there's different ways that you can kind of build. I don't think that always just going value based and you know based on ADP and and rankings all the way down. I don't know that that works in best ball. Uh, build is is something that that needs to be uh, you know prioritized when you're when you're doing these. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And it, it, funny you brought up rankings in there too. Yeah, just going by a did I flip out again? My screensaver keeps. Pausing on this. Yeah, it's all good. Um, All right. Um, So, a lot of people, when they do rankings, are really either doing projections or they are doing rankings for a competition. Or when I do rankings at this point of year, it's literally based on your draft, right? So, I am making sure that. I have 30 running backs paced with like 40 wide receivers because when you're in a draft, that's about how many you're going to put at the top tier. Like, um, I, I, when I do the rankings, I'm doing it purely like I'm building my own draft board. So that that's the one thing I will say about my rankings during the whole preseason. I, I think I was talking to you earlier, like at this time of year, they're my rankings and they're not totally out yet and set. Um, Cause it takes a while <laughs> to really get that stuff straight. And as soon as you get it straight, it changes on a dime and oh, yeah. there's a lot going on. So yeah, I'll, I'll look at projections. I will look at some straight rankings I'll look a lot at last year and I just, I reduce the value of touchdowns and kind of give them a score. But then when I'm putting overall rankings together, I'm putting them on a draft board. Um, so that 
you're not seeing so that you could use my rankings as a cheat sheet for best ball all the way through July. Come August, I gear more towards redraft. So it's slightly different. Um, you know, most redraft leagues are two or three receivers. Um, I'm ranking running backs higher come August because they generally go earlier when we get later in the drafting season. Um, so yeah, but then September, then I'll shift it all and emphasize projections more because we'll have more accurate looking projections by that point. Um, and it's my picks. So hey guys, follow I, Wheeler at FF underscore Wheeler on Twitter. Um, you know, like he said, he's working on these, these rankings all year round. He's doing these best balls too, right? He's, he's, he's in the draft rooms. Um, so it's a must follow. Make sure you're following him. I'm at JD goat district. You can follow me on Twitter and you can follow the main account at goat district um, for the show. So we've got tight end 22 go off the board. You took Hurst to pit to stack with, um, with Burrow. And I took Trey McBride, my favorite tight end three out there in, in Arizona. I, another guy we talk about, you know, second year guys and guys that finish oh. strong. Um, yeah, I know. Very I mean, nice. Very yeah. nice. Like, yeah, I missed him. Yeah. I, I considered I, it. I considered it there. Oh, all right. So you, yeah, I'm looking at the board now. You took him before me anyway. Yeah. So if you had let him go, I probably. Oh, you're talking about McBride. Yeah. I probably actually what I probably would have done is I might've waited another round to get Hurst, but the, yeah, the tight end run, I had Hurst in my queue. I, I didn't have McBride in my queue. I'm, I might've considered McBride over Boyd. I like McBride. I think he's going to do really well this year. With I, I don't think we'll see Ertz back, or, or if we do, it'll be a it, Ertz will be the it'll be a limited more limited role than he had last year. Ertz was peppered last year. It was all over Ertz last year, um, but then he's getting old. McBride like Ertz went, Ertz, Ertz went in the tenth round, and I got McBride in the fourteenth. Um, oh yeah. For me, for me, if I can get three tight ends from like let's say round nine ish to this round to 14 if i can get three guys from that from that round if i didn't or from those rounds if i didn't touch tight end early um i really like doing those builds that's kind of uh one way that i go because later on it's it's it gets really iffy uh if there's a guy here and there i like because i feel like later you're just trying to hit any position when you get to the back the, the last couple rounds but um i like getting three in that range at tight end for the tight end premium for sure, somebody stole KJ Osborne from me too. Yeah, um, he's, he he had some nice weeks last year. Oh, he's gonna be like, is Thielen even gonna be there? Like, even even if Thielen is there, K, KJ I would expect is gonna start to take those targets anyway. Um, and yeah, that's reflected. Was, that's reflected in in Thielen's ADP right now too. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, is Thielen even gone? No, he goes. I'm pretty sure he goes. Like, a, I think he's no, he's not gone yet. And like, I'm the one that would want to stack him. I'm talking about him. Like, yeah. I, I don't care. Like, oh yeah, there he goes. Um, I, maybe I'll just throw him over in the queue just in case I time out. Uh, <laughs> where'd he go? Oh, um, who do I want him or him? Uh, 
probably this is where I'm looking strictly by position, really. Like, I just want to round out my roster. What I have left, how shout many rounds to, I have shout left. To, shout out to Cody Carpentier. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. I had to give a shout out to our oh, boy, good. Uh, Cody. Guys, go shout out. Go check out Cody, man. If, if you want to learn about rookies, there's nobody better in the game right now. Uh, I like this guy. Oh, I shouldn't. Mm, I'm torn. I like Juwan Johnson a lot. I think he's going to uh, start to emerge. He had a good year last year. If they, I'm going to make this pick actually dedicated to Cody. I'm going to take our boy Roshan Johnson. Looks like a piece. Uh, the rookie running back. I like getting him in the 14, 15, 16 inch round. I was you faded out a little bit there. Oh, apologies. Am I back? Oh, good. Yep. Uh, was just talking Roshan, man. I like taking him in the in this range here, the 14, 15, 16 round. Uh, he's going a lot later, a couple rounds later, but I like getting him early. Uh, Cody's a big fan of Roshan. And uh, I mean, you watch this guy. He's, I said it on earlier on Twitter, the guy's like a tight end catching the ball he's like 225 i think he is like six six something 225 he's a beast man and he's uh i think he's gonna he's gonna pop in in the nfl so hopefully he pops on my uh on my roster as my rb4 that's a nice little steal there yeah i gotta brush up on my rookies i keep seeing these names that i've heard roshan before i i need i need to I need to get on that rookie stuff. I got too many best balls going. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm so addicted to best. I'm so addicted to draft. It's hard not to. Generally. It's hard not to. You know, because yeah. you, you see something happen in a draft, and then you're like, oh man, I want to start another one. You know, I want to I want to try that, or I want to try going this way versus that way, or you know. Yeah, and like it's gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm only allowed to draft when I'm on the treadmill. So like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's awesome. productive, right? Unless it's a slow draft, of course. But like, all right, I I, I get to prefer? I get to do an underdog if I <laughs> if I get on the treadmill. So let's let's, let's do this. <laughs> what do you What do you prefer, uh, live or, or slow drafts? I mean, I like the live drafts. The live live you have to allot that time though, right? Like the the reason I like underdog is just because the drafts fill super quick and they're 30 second clock. So the drafts go super quick so I can do those fast drafts. Um, on the stream, I appreciate a whole minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the slow drafts for what they're worth, you know, like an eight hour clock. I, I never miss a pick because I'm always checking every four or five hours. Like it just fits into my schedule. Right. Um, I would, I I enjoy the fast drafts. It gives you that adrenaline rush, but like keeping a dozen slow drafts going kind of fills the bill too. Look, man, there's, there's nothing like getting that email notice, you know, that you're, (laughs) that you're on the clock. And uh, like, for me, I got the outlook so I could see the little dot on the tab, a little red dot (laughs) that I got an email. So I go see, you know, am I, am I on the clock on any of my, uh, my FFPCs? I do wish they would bring back the four-hour clock. The four-hour clock was by far my favorite. The two-hour, I was talking with Todd Burrow uh, in a DM, and, and it's it's a little too short. And if you go to bed a little early, because they don't stop till, uh, what is it, midnight or 2 a.m. or something, the, the actual draft, the clock, if you're not, you know, up late, don't do a two-hour, man, because you're going to – or make sure you've got picks, you know, lined up, because – 
you're gonna you're gonna get timed out and very very easily in one of those two hours i, I like yeah i can't do the two hours um like i can't do just my work schedule i can't do anything less than the eight hours right now as we as we get later in the year like yeah i can narrow down that clock to Actually, as we get later in the year, I stop doing the slow drafts. Like I, I prefer the fast drafts. Like let's, I can schedule time better. But like, yeah, any anything less than the eight hour for me, just I, I always end up just just missing a pick here or there. So I'm on the clock here. I like a couple pieces, um, but you know what? I'm gonna go uh, with another Canuck. I'm gonna go with Ch- Chuba Hubbard. Fellow Canuck out there in Carolina, I don't know that they're going to spend a lot at the running back position. And even even though I think I think Foreman is um, free agent, so as much as he did he did show well last year, Hubbard did show well when he had the opportunity. Put up a I believe I'll, I'll check it up just so I'm not talking out of my you know what, but I, I believe he put up a hundred yards a couple times or close. Um, yeah. Had some big games. He's shown some nice flashes. Obviously, he was behind CMC. But as soon as CMC left, I mean, he, they were able to produce the, the the backfield. So I think that he's back next year. He's he's a young running back, and I think they're they're going to probably give him the rock a bit more um, next year, even if they do bring in uh, a rookie. I, again, I don't see them necessarily right now. Quarterback is a priority for for that uh, for that team. Um, what are your thoughts on Carolina? Yeah, I like Chubba Hubbard as uh, a pick there for sure. Um, I'm on the clock right now, yeah, so I'm sorry, a little threw, bit distracted. All good. <laughs> what do you think about my pick while you're picking? Yeah. All, right, all, right. all good. Go ahead, um, man. Go ahead. Uh, it's all good. Yeah, so no, I'll, 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 I'm going with Gallup there. Like, there you go. Yeah, there you go. He didn't have the best season this year, I know, because I I had some pieces. Um, I liked stacking him with with Dak, but you you think he bounces back next year? Yeah, I don't. I, I would imagine he has four or five games where he puts up some production. Like they've they've got to bring in more weapons, right, for Dak in in that offense. I mean, Zeke is at the end it, of it, and Gallup is a weapon. Like I, I just don't think he fully came back from his injury last year. Like he, yeah, just yeah. some people take a longer time to come back from certain things. Like and if they don't get anybody else, they're gonna have to use him. He's gonna have to produce. Um, he, I think he's, you know, he's an NFL wide receiver. He, he's decent. Like, if he is healthy for the 17 games, I could see him putting up 1,000 yards. Like, yeah, I, I, I think it's – I like the pick there. I was just – I'm searching for rookies. I, I should have <laughs> set up my cue better. And, again, this is the first time on, I'm on FFPC this year, so – just searching for players like, oh, where's he? Where's he? Where's he? And then I scroll back up and I see Gallup. And I'm like, huh, he's still there. All right. Oh, yeah, wow, it's my pick already. Gallup for me is like a – he's like Tyler Boyd, a uh, cheap, bit cheaper. I think he, I think he's better than Boyd. Like, I, I just didn't even know I, – I think Gallup has a higher potential than Boyd. Uh, I think Boyd's on the decline. He, he is going later, uh, you know, this, you know, he's going around guys like Devontae Parker and stuff. I think, again, it's just uh, Regency bias, right? He didn't have the best year last year, and people are probably still just seeing that. J.D., yes, it's recency Recency. Bias. Oh, thank you. 
Yeah. I'm French, man. I'm French. I've been <laughs> yes, yes. That's why I always forgive you. you, know, you speak never, a different language. I'll never make that mistake again. That's awesome. I appreciate it. You know, it's like when you have it's like when you have that thing in your nose. Oh like shit! Says anything, you know? I'm gonna get stuck with Adam Thielen. At least it's a stack. Hell. Oh, I was, yeah, I was looking at Pierce. There. I was looking at Pierce coming to me. Uh, yeah. I would. The only reason I had Adam Thielen there, and I'm just searching around for guys. Oh, I could have gone that direction. Uh, I, I'm not sold on anybody here, right? Like, yeah. And then I'm, I'm not either. I'm. I think I'm gonna take. Uh, like I have a bunch of guys lined up, but I think I'm gonna take my third quarterback here. Let me just see. Because it's it's pretty ugly right now. It's yeah. Either, it's either like Baker or Brissett for me and i think brissette just because i don't know uh yeah weren't there rumors about brissette to houston well that's what i feel like he might go in with one of these rookie one of these rookies yeah so yeah i don't think that's a bad pick necessarily um i'm going receiver there you go i'm going mechie one, oh, that's a nice pick. Yeah, yeah. I like Mechie yeah. for sure. I, I, oh, I, I like him. I, I like 17th round, Mechie. I know he's coming off, uh, you know, pretty serious health situation. But in that offense, I mean, you know, they're bringing a new quarterback. You Is Brandon – what's Brandon Cook's situation? Is he – I don't even know. I got to check that. Right now he's back at Houston, but I don't think he wants to be there. Um. I mean, I don't see any reason why he doesn't have a back to normal season wherever he ends up. I think a lot of ah, Samaje, I should have been looking at his direction too. I love you. You know, it's funny. I have him as a guy I want to talk to you about because I feel like he is way undervalued. I've, I've been yeah. picking him up a lot. He gave us like a top, I think he was the RB 30 something, but he's going off as the RB 58. And he was he was that with Mixon playing. So with all of Mixon's issues, who knows if he's even back in, in Cincy, even if they bring in another guy at worst, he keeps his current role. You're already stealing at pick at, as the RB 58, in my opinion, with P Ryan in that offense. For sure. And I, I was going to stack up, like I had it in my head and, and he catches the ball. Yeah, that would have been a great pick for you, actually. Just yeah. the fact that he catches the ball, and you know, it's always easy after, especially in these live drafts. It's it's easy to to miss a guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to and honestly blame it on my first time doing FFPC this year. Like, <laughs> I mean, if it, yeah, like I'm looking at these guys going, damn it, what? Like, what? I I don't even see him in the queue yet, right? Like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I should, I should have, well. I didn't have time to, but um, yeah, these last few rounds are going to be very indecisive. Uh, there'll be a few, like as far as you're, you're taking shots, right? You're you're taking yeah, yeah, yeah. lottery lottery picks. You're looking for upside, in my opinion. You're you know you're you're trying and, to get. And normally, I have it set up so okay. Here go my lottery picks, yes. like already yeah. pre-ranked, and hopefully, there's some left when it gets to me. You know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just don't see, this is probably a tighter room too. Like, of course I don't see the guys I usually see cause they're gone. Totally. <laughs> yeah. 
for the most part. But there's there's that like John Mechie shit. I should have seen him. Zach Evans is a rookie. I should have seen. Um, and again, when I talk rookies, it's just like I've heard a lot of noise about Zach Evans. Sounds like he's the guy I want. Um, so these rounds, uh, for those listening or those watching, nor, nor, a lot of the FFPC drafts are twenty-eight round. They have slims that are twenty. Usually their tournaments are twenty rounds. So there's no kicker defense uh, like in the twenty-eight round drafts. For those, uh, you know, maybe just getting familiar with the FFPC guys. If you're not on the FFPC, myffpc.com, it's the place to play best ball. Uh, you know, they've, they've got every range, like we said earlier, five bucks all the way to 250. You can play a, a best ball, and they've got these big tournaments where you're playing for five grand, 25 grand. Um, so go check them out. Superflex, 1QB, tight end premium. It's a, a bunch of fun as you guys are watching Kevin and I on the stream today on a nice Saturday afternoon. It's freezing outside. I might have to take my daughter sledding, uh, Saleh, if you're listening. Yes. Hey, at least you got snow. Take you to the big hill. Yeah, I know. There's nothing worse than cold with no snow, right? Oh, yeah. That's, well, two days ago here, I'm in Baltimore. Uh, two days ago, it was 80 degrees. Today, it's 30. I forget you're in Baltimore. That's. Uh... It's ridiculous, though. Like, the, 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 the swings in what it's like day to day. Like seriously, this week I was contemplating whether I should wear shorts and today, today is it's snowing. Nice. It's starting to, we've got our first flakes of the year sitting here, crossing our fingers for huge snowstorms, but we haven't seen any in a while. So I'm going to stack again. I don't mind later. Um, because by taking Dotson, I'm saying this is, this offense is going to do well. I'm going to take Curtis Samuel. Um, what are your thoughts on Biennemi? I know oh, you're actually make your pick. I always forget you right after. Make your pick. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna read off some some rounds here for, for the listeners. So 16th round, coming back, Devontae Parker, Singletary, Rashad Penny, Bixby, uh, the rookie as the RB55, Hunter Renfro, nice value there, receiver 70 off the board. I took Chubba Hubbard. Uh, at RB56, Nico Collins, Kevin takes Gallup, Jelani Woods, Alan Lazard, Jalen Warren, and Jameis Winston as the QB34. Corey Davis, Hunter Henry, shout out to our boy Andrew, Kyle Trask, Alec Pierce is a nice pick there. You took Thielen, Kevin, Josh Downs. I took Mechie coming off of injury. Dubs, P. Ryan, very nice pick there. Uh, Zach Evans, the rookie, Rashid, Shahid, and Michael Carter to finish the round. And it's coming back around in the 18th. We've got Parker Washington, Dwayne McBride, Dalton McCade with a rookie run there. MVS, which is nice, I find, in this in this round. I think it was uh, Pat Corain that mentioned there's only two receivers signed on that or, you know, coming back for sure on that roster right now or that are at least on contract with the Chiefs. So that's a nice value there. Cordell, Cordero Patterson with what he's done the last few years in the 18th round is a nice uh, pick. I took Curtis Samuel to match up with my Dotson. Irv Smith goes off. You took my – that was the other guy I had lined up, but I thought he'd make it back to me was Terrence Marshall. So there you go. You sniped me twice today. Kev, Tim Patrick, and then Jacoby Brissett, uh, one of the quarterbacks I was looking at. I didn't mention the other one, so that's all good. Yeah, Marshall, I, I like. I've been getting him late in quite a few drafts, but uh, I'm really looking for a running back, and I just don't see – anything i like <laughs> um it gets tough here i mean you've got so some rookies tough. there you've got um and that's the thing like 
I need, oh, rookies only. There we go. Shit. There we go. <laughs> That'll help. Oh, you um, had rookies only on? No, I didn't have it on. Oh, okay. okay. Looking, for, looking for that upside. Uh, Reeler in, in the last two rounds, looking for that upside with the rookie only tab. Yeah. Hey, it's helpful. And I like, a look, uh, looks like a lot of rookies have gotten scooped up already. A lot of the rookies I've heard, anyway, uh, that I would consider drafting. But there are a couple. <laughs> I, like, I like a few I, running backs. I like a few I, running backs. I, I got I got one old head sitting here that you actually might be interested in to pair up with your boy there. Running back. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't do handcuffs. And we've talked about that before. And I think my philosophy on the handcuff is this: you Number drafted, round. you drafted. If the the rounds they're drafted in add up to over twenty, so you got Javante in the seventh, you could take his handcuff now, because the handcuff, Latavius. Oh yeah, but is is that for sure though? Is, is okay. he? I don't know if he's on under contract or not. He showed up to the yeah, to uh, what's his name's press conference. No way. Yeah, he was there with uh, the head coach, with the uh, the new head coach. Um. Uh. uh wow. Yeah, that I'm looking dude. Looking at his face right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you So he was at the press conference with the head coach. Um. And wow. he played for him in New Orleans. Like, he knows him. He's like, now he might be recruiting recruiting him to be a running backs coach. But uh, uh, there's probably, you know what? I've heard this he, name, too, and he he's has, a rookie. He's listening. He, heard, he heard my uh, – I'm going to take a rookie. I've heard this guy's name before. <laughs> uh, what's his name? What did I just draft? Deuce Vaughn. Actually, there's another rookie there that I've heard before that All I right. might go with, too. Yeah, but I hear that Deuce Vaughn, small and quick, I think. I think that's the MO on him. Uh, I got to think of how I'm going to do this here. I'm trying to figure out um, what do I have? Five, you you get a good quarterback? I think so. Um, yeah, you might as well. But I think I'm going to go a different route because the way I'm looking at it is actually, no, this guy might be good later in the year, too. Huh. Yeah, kind of torn between these two guys. Now, let's see who goes where. Well, I'll, I mean, yeah. really, yeah. no matter what you do, you're going to pick the wrong guy. Yeah, why not? <laughs> we'll go Baker. Why not? It's 18. Yeah, I, it's I like that pick. Like, it. Who knows really what's – I think Stafford's going to start the season. I think Stafford's in for a bounce-back season, even though that team is in shambles in general. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just feel as though Stafford is better than he was last year. But if he's not and he gets hurt, and he could very well announce his retirement tomorrow too. Uh, if he does, it, Baker's still there, isn't he, with the Rams? That's what I wasn't sure if 
I, I don't know that they signed him to let me look it up. So Murray, I, I wouldn't under, think Mur, Murray's a UFA, by the way. Just Latavius Murray. Uh, is he? All right. Yeah. Get him out of there then. Well, let's uh, see what Baker. Uh, my roster construction. I need running backs, don't I? Man, I didn't realize I got so five. Papers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think I'm going to go three, three, six, six. So Mayfield is, yeah, he's a UFA. Mayfield's a UFA? Yeah. I don't see any reason why the Rams wouldn't try to get him back, though. Um, well, I, I think he's either going to go as a bridge quarterback somewhere or he goes in as a backup somewhere. He's a backup. I mean, I mean like, with, I, with Wilson and Watson, I'm looking for probably back end of the season. You know, uh, maybe if if mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. a, a, one of them takes a game off or something, right? That's kind of what I'm looking just to. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm not too worried about it. Uh, I do think Baker can play that role, whether it's you know front end or back end. For sure. So where are we right now? We're in the last round. Wheeler, you're. Oh no, you're after me. So we'll we'll read off our rosters here as we finish off the the twentieth round. Maybe you can um, maybe read yours off. Yeah, sure. So I started with Burrow, took Cousins in the second, which is way too early. I, I would have rather had Diggs there. Um, coming back in the third, I took Kenneth Walker. I expect good things from him this year. Um, just continue from last year and be more utilized in the beginning of the season. Uh, coming back in the fourth, I took Debo. And if I had waited on quarterback, I, I, I could have waited. Actually, that probably would have been the round where I would have fourth round coming back. I probably would have taken Geno Smith there if I hadn't taken Cousins in the second. So, if we flip-flop them, it's not that big a deal. I do like Debo. Um, he has a lot of hit-and-miss games. And it, when you look at Debo at the end of the season, you, he probably won't look as productive as he is week-to-week. Week. Um, when he's healthy, when he's playing, Debo's a uh, wide receiver one. Um, so in best ball, he fits the format perfectly. I think he's going a little bit later than he should normally. Uh, I love the Tony Pollard pick. I, he very, he was RB8 this year in PPR scoring, I think. Um, and then there's no reason why he wouldn't be in the top eight again this year. Um, he's totally undervalued. Uh, Chris Godwin, another undervalued player, started out last year slow, um, recovering from injury. He's a wide receiver one any way you look at it. J.K. Dobbins coming off injury um, was slow last year. They rested him. I expect big things from him this year. Marquise Brown is perennially underrated. Cole Komet, GOAT district favorite. Uh, Sam Howell was a little – it was the timing. Um, and reports are lately that he's going to be the QB1 there. Uh, I'm just going to go with another rookie here to finish out my squad. Um, That's the way to go, man. Late is yeah. Uh, go with the yeah. side. It's just the name I've heard. A couple names I've heard. Um, 
that doesn't always pan out either. But like the way my roster is constructed, like it's been 10 rounds. It was, there was 10 rounds between my fourth running back and my fifth and sixth. Like my normal roster build, I probably wouldn't go six running backs. I would probably stick five. Um, shout out, shout but, out to Nick in the chat, Mr. Back to Back on the FFPC. He's part of that trio that uh, took down the FFPC back to back. And he's drafting right next to me, right? He is. I, I believe he, he commented on you sniping him on his JJ stack. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Welcome back to the FFPC. Bend over and bring your own loop. <laughs> hey, why don't you stream with me, Wheeler? <laughs> so, so, look, man, these are fun, right? And, and oh yeah, it's a lot. It's loads of fun. I love being here. I, I'm, I'm totally, you know, just yeah, playing yeah, no, around. No, yeah, but I mean, these are super fun. Like the fact that yeah. Superflex adds such a different flavor to it. Uh, there's Absolutely. so many ways you can go. Uh, I love what you did with your roster. I'll read mine off, and then maybe we can chat a bit uh, about what what happened before we close this off. Jamar Chase, to start it off, I went Watson and Russ Wilson uh, to double tap, double tap the QB position. T. Higgins to stack with my Jamar Chase. Went Ramondre season with my RB1. DJ Moore as my wide receiver three. Javante Williams and then double tapped with Algier as my RB3. Jahan Dotson went double tap with the tight end with Dolchich and Okonkwo. So I was actually thinking, uh, Wheeler, I was deciding between Baker and Willis, and then I forgot that I had Oconquo. So I probably should have went Willis there with the stack. That's thinking, you know, that's the thing with the the, the, the live draft, right, versus the slow draft is you, you miss uh, sometimes on some of those, but no big deal. We went DPJ uh, to add to our stack with Watson, Joshua Palmer, the Canuck, Trey McBride as my favorite tight end three, Roshan Johnson, shout out to Cody Carpentier who joined us today. Uh, in the chat, as you just a, like saying his name. Pardon me, I love saying his name. <laughs> Chuba Hubbard, uh, another connect on my. Yeah, roster. you just take all the Canadians too. <laughs> I love, it, love it, John Meshi. Actually, isn't Meshi Canadian? I think he is. I believe he is. I, I didn't <laughs> hey, if not, he's honorary. I love it. And then Curtis Samuel, Baker Mayfield, and David Bell. Uh, just you know, a little stack. David Bell was nice in that last round. There was, I thought you might have gone or no alberto was taken um in the 19th don't don't sleep on alberto uh cutting into dolchich a little bit um but i do like that david bell pick the stack i think david bell is actually good if, if i dpj generally is going earlier i feel like he's going earlier on other platforms if he's going too early on other platforms david bell is going too late period um Agreed. But then again, yeah, I mean, he's still he's still a dart throw, but I think his talent, like, it, he should be going even in a non-stack team. Um, but, and I think he's really last round if drafted, if, you know, if he's drafted at all, he's going last round or later. Um, no, you can't go later than last round, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think the only people that draft him are ones that draft him in the last round and stack him. But I think he's a viable non-stack receiver in the late rounds that should be taken more. Um, yeah, like I probably should have taken him instead of Thielen. But I always play that ADP game. Is there is there a guy that stands out as someone 
in this draft and whether you take a minute to look or you know off the top of your head is there is there someone that you see as as and we've mentioned like I, I know we've mentioned some and maybe it's just someone that we've already mentioned but someone that you see as ADP has possibility to rise between now and you know in the next few months uh, there's probably a few of them like, like old ass Michael Thomas well, I, so I was going to ask you, you know, maybe maybe added to that question, the quarter, the, the iffy quarterback situations. How do you approach those offenses? Like, are you shying from those guys? Do you see value there uh, on a, like a Pittman or, or or you talked about Michael Thomas? We don't know what, what's happening in New Orleans, like Olave. How do you we talked about Carolina? How do you approach those those iffy quarterback position? Is that value? Is that opportunity that people should be capitalizing in? Or are you kind of shying away until we know more? I think at a certain point it represents opportunity like Elijah Moore that I took in the 12th round. Yeah. yeah. If all of a sudden he gets one of the quarterbacks that are rumored to be going there, it actually doesn't matter which quarterback is rumored to be going there. All he has to do is get playing time and Elijah Moore's a beast. Um, I think there was something personal going on with the coach. Hopefully he irons that out or he gets out of town. Um, but yeah, I'm still a Elijah Moore believer. I think he has all the room to grow. Um, yeah, there's there's quite a few that could be like I think Jacoby Myers is underrated, but he he won't be drafted any earlier. Um, just trying to look here. Uh, I like your Chubba Hubbard pick. He should be taken. He should be taken ahead of Foreman. Agreed. Like I, I don't. I think people are just looking at last year's stats, comparing them. Maybe I think Foreman had better weeks. You got to go per game, man. And, and then you, you got to know enough to exclude certain games where they might have come out early. Like, you, people, you should be looking at per game stats. Don't look at the season long stats. Not, and really, like we said earlier, look at the last six weeks. I mean, when I'm doing season long projections, though, I have to look at more than just the last six weeks because we can get deceived by the last six weeks of the season, too. Like, if you look throughout history, there's always, there are always these players every year that have a great last six weeks and just come out flat the next year. Um, but at, in, in season, I like the six week gauge. Um, I definitely. Like I'll look at the last six weeks, but then I'll I'll take a broader picture as well. Um, but just doing per game stats is a lot more accurate and a better picture than uh, just looking at a full season's worth of stats. Um, no, that's that's great, man. That's great helping people with kind of the approach and you know what's important and what's not. You know, and and another thing I do too, like if you have the technical know-how you can look at the season long stats all you want, but take touchdowns and make them worth three points instead of six touchdowns. Aren't predictable every year. They are a skill though. Like there are certain players that have the skill that are going to score 10, 15 touchdowns every year. So we don't want to completely eliminate them, but we want to reduce their value. And essentially like fantasy football scoring should probably be scored with reduced point touchdowns. But um, yeah, if you're going to look at season long stats, just do yourself a favor and reduce the touchdown value to three instead of six. Agreed. And you're going to get a better feel for Agreed. what you're, they you're, actually you, did. You want to look at, like you said, per game, you want to look at targets. You know, how often are they targeted? Uh, where are they targeted? Are they targeted in the red zone? That kind of thing. Are they getting the ball near the red zone if they're running back? 
Um, you know, there's, there's different, there's so many stats out there right now. There's so many, there's so much information that it's easy to kind of get lost in it. And that's kind of why I'll, I'll just, I try to keep it simple, you know, and the, a lot of the things you talked about, um, you know, the, the touchdowns flukier than, you know, targets, let's say in, in my opinion. So absolutely I, I for sure. A little heavier on something like targets, um, you know, especially tight end, you know, tight end, if tight ends are getting touchdowns, that's a, that's a plus man. That's huge. That's, a, that's huge. Right. And, that's and, and there are certain tight ends that like the reason they are starting tight ends is because they have a skill at scoring touchdowns. There are tight ends that literally just come in on the goal line, like, and don't get the targets. So you, you want to give them some value. You want to be able to, you know, pick up their body. skill. It's a, it's a big but, body in, in the end right. zone, right? For the, for the right. quarterback. And right. Yeah. So the, the, hopefully those are, you know, uh, some tips for you guys. And that's kind of what we want to do with these is, 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 yeah, it's fun to draft live. And, and we, we love that you guys come in the comments and drop questions and, and, you know, comment on our picks. Um, but we really want to talk, talk strategy and, you know, get into the nitty gritty with uh, roster build and, and all that fun stuff, talking about specific players, specific situations. And as we go through the off season, like you said, Kevin, a lot of this changes and a lot of this ADP, a lot of these draft boards, a lot of rankings, they move around a lot, right? So as, as news drops, injuries, signings, you know, trades, now we're going to come into free agency. And, and, you know, as we approach the rookie season, a lot of this changes. So these best balls are the best way. We say it often on the channel. These are the best way for you to stay on top of what's happening, on top of ADP, to see where there's value. Even if you play Dynasty, when you play best ball, you see where guys you like are going late. You know, maybe that's an opportunity for you to go and buy them because they're, they're probably going to be cheaper. Guys that, you know, maybe that are going a little too high, you got them on your rosters. Maybe that's an opportunity for you to sell it at a good price uh, in Dynasty. So there's parallels there depending on your format. We love best ball. Hopefully you do too. Kevin, always a blast, buddy, to, to have you on. And, and I'm, I'm glad you could do this today. We're going to try to keep this in a, in, a, in a schedule that you can, you know, you can join me more often than none. So comment in the, in the chat, guys. We're doing this on a Saturday afternoon. For those that are not watching live, we're thinking maybe Sunday night. Uh, but we're, we're going to bring one, at least one of these a week uh, for you guys, and, and hopefully you guys liked it. Kev, at FF underscore Wheeler. Appreciate you. Make sure you guys follow uh, Kevin. I'm at JD Goat District. Guys, enjoy the rest of your weekends. We'll check you all later. Go District. <laughs> bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep bleep ball, and I bleep a ball, bleep a ball, bleep a ball, 'cause I bleep bleep bleep. Hey, bleeding a ball, defeated the ice, didn't see him at all. JD in the pies, I needed it all. I bleeded a lie, you bleeded a lie, not bleeded a lie, and that's what a goat do. Facts, let me show you. Happen to know dudes, draft and they don't do bad and they don't lose, make you wanna bleep bleep bleep. It's the goat district, boys giving you the business and no gimmicks. The best ball drafts got me feeling like it's Christmas. Then it's Christmas all of a sudden, and these riches came from nothing, and I got this all from loving the district. See, I just drafted, forget it. I laugh at the critics, they mad at the digits. I clap back my listeners. See, balling ain't a problem if you kick it with them often. I refresh the feet till autumn, then I bleep, 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 go.